0: i Hello again, and uh, we have to thank a listener in Bray for the contents of this particular hotbox, number 110, 110, incidentally. And uh, Moira, for it was she, has been listening to two previous episodes, if I can call them episodes, in which I suggested that both the Hammond organ and the vibraphone had kind of become less popular in jazz and uh, at all its related musical forms in recent years. Pah, said Moira. They are really just sideshows. The instrument that has really gone out of fashion is the clarinet. And, you know, she's right. So where do we start with the clarinet? Well, some vibes in this one, too. <laughs> Well, I guess that's where you start with the clarinet. Yes, that was Benny Goodman uh, in the quartet format. In, in fact, recorded um, in 1963 as a reunion of the original members, the original members uh, being Teddy Wilson, what a great piano solo there was there, uh, Lionel Hampton on the Vibes, and Gene Krupa on the drums. It was recorded 25 years after the original small group recordings, but as you heard, none of the magic had been lost from what was at... Certainly, originally, uh, something of a groundbreaking band, not least because it was multiracial. Uh, we'll hear some more and talk some more about Goodman, no doubt, but we have loads to fit in. So let's go back to 1936 and a recording by Jimmy Noon, who was a native of Louisiana but later moved all around the states and was recognized, even in classical circles, as one of the, the greatest uh, living clarinet players. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Noon, and uh, of course that was Sweet Georgia Brown, recorded in Chicago in 1936. He was actually based in Chicago at the time, and of course uh, that was the time when the big band era was just getting ahead of steam in that city and, and elsewhere. So the New Orleans style of small group was getting marginalised. Noon was very highly regarded, as I said. Maurice Ravel, the classical composer, admitted basing his uh, famous Ravel's Bolero on an improvisation by Jimmy Noon, in fact. In the modern era, as maybe we've glimpsed already, clarinet is a relatively rare instrument in jazz. One reason, maybe, is that it's a very difficult instrument to play. Um, The Basie Band's uh, well-known saxophonist Frank Wess famously remarked that the clarinet was invented by three people who had never met each other. However, there are always uh, protagonists wanting to show that they can play clarinet and who simply love its sound. So maybe we'll sample some Jimmy Giuffre. He was a a multi-instrumentalist, but well-known really for leading with the clarinet. So here he is with fascinating rhythm from 1956. Jimmy rolls on the piano, Shelley Mann on the drums. Mm
1: -hmm. Thank mm-hmm. Let's
0: somewhat more modern approach from Jimmy Dufresne, recorded uh, uh, a long time ago, (laughs) as you've already guessed, that the bulk of the clarinet is to be found in the back catalogs. I'm uh, regarding Dufresne as modern, although that one was actually created 70-plus years ago. We heard earlier from Jimmy Noon, uh, and we'll revert to pre-modernism by going back to that here and checking out Sidney Bechet who had a long career in traditional jazz, and certainly, for me, it was actually my introduction to the clarinet in jazz, and I didn't much care for it at the time. Well, he's here with another clarinet um, on this one, Albert Nicholas, the other clarinet, Weary Way Blues. Weary Way Blues, Sidney Bechet and Albert Nicholas, recorded nineteen forty six. Well, I mentioned that big bands uh, were rising up and becoming the prominent sound of jazz in the late 30's onwards, uh, and none more so than Duke Ellington, of course. He featured clarinets in his lineup, and Barney Bigard was there for a while, and then Jimmy Hamilton. So I've picked a short track where you can hear a bit of Jimmy Hamilton. It's coincidentally recorded also in 1946, and it's written it was written by Billy Strayhorn. I had actually never heard this tune before. It's called "Flippant Flurry." flippant flurry from the Duke Ellington Orchestra feature for his clarinetist Jimmy Hamilton. Well, now the very, that very rare musician who today features clarinet is Annette Cohen and we'll check her music out right now. Although she's um, equally at home with all types of saxophone, she always seems to feature the clarinet in her concerts and her recordings. Um, So for a moment, uh, forget the New Orleans vibe and head for the warm uplands of modern jazz. Annette Cohen wrote this one. It's called Until You're In Love Again, and it's simply gorgeous. (laughs) Annette Cohen there with the clarinet, of course, with Jason, Linda on the piano and Gilad Hexelman on the guitar. Omar Avital was on the bass and Daniel Friedman on drums. Although you didn't hear much drum, did you? Um, we'll certainly play some more from Annette later on, but the fact that she occasionally features the bass clarinet has spurred me to find an example of that instrument along with the alto clarinet, Jimmy Jufre, um, with Buddy Collette on alto and Harry Clay on bass. Uh, a Jufre composition, it's called The Sheepherder. <laughs> Are three completely different clarinets in action with The Shepherdess written and played there by Jimmy Dufresne. Uh, the other players on it were Buddy Collette playing the alto clarinet and Harry Clee playing the bass clarinet. And while we're in a sort of uh, reflective frame of mind, maybe we'll check out Eddie Daniels. Uh, a robust player. Uh, He has a master's in clarinet from Juilliard School of Music, and he's equally at home in the classical and the jazz worlds. Um, I certainly always thought of him as a tenor player, actually, which he certainly is, and a very good one, too. But on this one, he's with Alan Pasqua on the piano, Michael Formanek on the bass, and Peter Erskine on drums. I say reflective because this is a seven-minute treatment of I fall in love too easily. Eddie Daniels. Eddie Daniels, there, another real clarinet master. He's eighty-two now, I think, and uh, still going strong, I believe. Lovely, lovely lyric playing. Uh, but let's go back to to Benny Goodman, surely the most popular of all jazz clarinetists over the time of the entire history of jazz, I guess. I've chosen a piece uh, from his touring band that was recorded in Stockholm in 1970. This was a band uh, that he assembled specifically for a European tour Uh, and had a lot of British musicians in it. And it had one Irish musician in it, a certain Louis Stewart, who was playing uh, rhythm guitar. You will, I have to admit, you'll be hard-pressed to hear him, but he is there, I promise you. Uh, You'll hear Benny Goodman, though, giving us a much more modern take on clarinet than you might usually have associated with him. Benny Goodman there. Uh, I was a bit wrong saying uh, you'd have difficulty hearing Louis Stewart on rhythm guitar. In fact uh, there were passages in that where it was quite obvious. That was called Stealing Apples by the way uh, where the rhythm was nicely audible. Well this is such a rare recording and such a good one. Maybe we'll allow ourselves a second look. It's uh, a double album and as I said it's a priceless recording of a fine multinational band under the command of the clarinet maestro Benny Goodman. So here's another track, Blue Skies. From Benny Goodman there in Stockholm in 1970, Blue Skies. Well, as you may have gathered, there are, in fact, very few clarinetists in modern-day jazz, and I guess um, therein underlies the fact that the clarinet has kind of disappeared from modern jazz. Uh, One wonders if the popularity of Annette Cohen will have any positive effect on returning this instrument to its former status Uh, in the jazz firmament. I don't know. There are several players out there, of course. They do tend to be on the outer fringes of the music. I'm thinking of Vaclav Zimpel and uh, Francois Oulet, both of whom are in the outer fringes of modernism. And I don't think uh, they're likely to attract an audience amongst the everyday jazz fans uh, like thee and me anytime soon. But Annette Cohen certainly has, and so let's hear some more from her to finish up with. This is from her album Notes from the Village, and it's her take on Fats Waller's Jitterbug Waltz. Jason Lidner is on the piano, uh, Omar Avital on the bass, and Daniel Friedman on the drums. Jitterbug Waltz. And at Cohen's take on the Jitterbug Walls, great stuff, I must say. Sadly, um, that that brings us to the end of Hotbox number 110 Uh, devoted. To checking out some clarinet music in jazz. My thanks indeed to the listener Moira who suggested it uh, as a theme. Nice one, Moira. And uh, please don't forget, you can reach me email uh, donald at jazzireland.ie Not Jazz Era, although if you come that way, I'll also get it, of course. And I do love to hear from you, so if you if you have anything to say, please say it. For now, though, if you have been, thanks for listening.